0: Face to face with a creature named Mershen, the heroes watched this apparent champion flex and strut. Trying a diplomatic approach turned out to be fruitless, as Mershen insisted on seeing them as his next challenge. Tulak animated a skeletal giant for aid, while blows and grapples were traded throughout. The Lady Gilda nearly took the beating Mershen had promised, but ultimately he began to flee when the battle did not go his way. It became obvious that his contingency plan was to release the ghasts, but the heroes had smartly foiled this in advance. And so, with continued flight, Kruka kept pace and buried his axe into Mershan's back. Pushing forward once more toward a room with rhythmic noise on the other side of a door, Tulok took it upon himself to drag behind and slay The centipede creature while it remained subdued. When the rhythm stopped and with a kick of the door, ready to face whatever deadly forces that may lay ahead, the heroes stumbled into a very unanticipated and unlikely sight. A tavern with Morlocks as patrons, a drider as a bouncer, and an empty stage for performances. When everyone went back to what they were doing, the heroes decided to make another attempt at diplomacy. However, when asking about Javaki, the creature in charge of flesh warping, they were told to sit and wait like the rest of them. As Gilda and Kruka sidled up to the bar for a drink of mushroom brew, Tulak wandered onto the stage. The drider called out for him to stop and Tulak began to put on a light show with his magical prowess and that was when the heroes were challenged to a battle of the bands with the house performers Shadow Malice
1: Hey there creatures and denizens of the north we have a favor to ask of you we want you to go out there and tell one friend about our shows word of mouth is so important for a grassroots network like ours and each and every one of you can help a new listener find us just by mentioning one of our shows to a friend a DM, or some rando in the streets that looks chill. We'd also like to remind you that we've got a free public Discord, where some of our most dedicated fans hang out at unchartednorth.com Discord. We'd love to hear from you. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Bring it on! And if you really like what we do, you can help us create these shows and get some cool other rewards while doing it at patreon.com unchartednorth. That's it! Enjoy the show, baby!
2: Hello and welcome back, listeners. I don't remember how to start these.
1: Hey, Uh,
2: (laughs)
3: oh,
2: you just do it like you're Scotty in the zoo's sidekick.
4: (laughs) Oh, I'm not, I'll never be Scotty
2: in the zoo's sidekick.
1: That's is Jamesy boy (laughs) in the petting
3: zoo. (laughs) Uh. Perfect.
2: Uh, well, since we're going into this adventure, um, and we know for a fact we're starting today with Battle of the Bands, I figured we could actually take this, this time to properly talk about what instruments we play and whether or not we've taken part in anything like a Battle of the Bands. There's almost always a good story that comes out of some shit like this. Well, I'm
1: going to hop in here real quick just to get me out of the way. Uh, (laughs) when I was in elementary school, uh... We had the option of going into band and by the option, I mean, every single person did it except for the bad kids. And we did extra gym class with the uh, principal.
4: (laughs) And we did extra gym class. (laughs) So you were a bad kid, were you? (laughs) Yeah,
1: where he tried to put life lessons into us. So and no one in my family did anything to do with music. I tried guitar for a little bit. It didn't stick. Uh, I tried singing in a metal band for a little bit. We ended up just drinking a lot, and uh, yeah, that's it for me in music.
2: That's that's actually just how metal bands work. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, uh, Freeman, what 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 do you got? I mean, we 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 know about the 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 tin whistle, the the accordion, the yep. skin flute. What else you got for us? <laughs> got <'em. laughs>
4: also an avid smoker of the meat cigars no uh, I uh, <laughs> I started a <with> keyboard <laughs> I started a keyboard I got Duncan on that one uh, <laughs> <laughs> just the uh, face you
5: made that the listeners won't <laughs> face, <so. laughs>
4: uh, yeah, I started on a keyboard with my sister like, when she took like a high school music class my oldest sister and she taught me I think it was a really basic version of the rose on this keyboard we had and then I was immediately hooked to that uh, and um, I ended up downloading a whole bunch of um, Final Fantasy sheet music And just try- plugging my way through it very slowly Try and learn them And I had this thing where I just had, I had to learn the song And I would memorize it I was never any good at, at reading sheet music It took me a very long time But I was really good at like memorizing every step of the way And so I would just slowly learn it Memorize it And then play it as fast as possible <laughs> that's what i went on to do (laughs) okay Uh, (laughs) for whatever reason uh but i never really trained the piano very well i never really trained on any instrument very well to be honest uh i always just like hit a basic amount and and just like and then just did it on the side for fun uh so yeah i started with keyboard uh mostly keyboard and then when i worked at the dinner theater in the hometown um eventually i picked up the whistle and the accordion pretty in pretty quick succession um i have no battle the band stories but uh lots of crazy theater live band stories um uh but um but yeah it was uh i i've played those for a long time and honestly lately the the accordion is kind of the, the main one that i play now again not classically trained but i just it's the one that's just easiest to walk over to pick it up put it on and just chord through a song and and sing a little bit and and get a little little musical fun out of the way for the day
5: why we call you weird freeman <laughs> <laughs> it was for a different reason but it makes more sense because of the
4: accordion now man weird al, the al is to Freeman. such a good musician it's actually sh- shocking it He <laughs> really is it's shocking he's like really those good.
5: those uh songs that he puts out that are just like his songs of wicked awesome accordion music like hooked on yeah. polka and uh a few <laughs> of the other ones are just yeah, yeah just great
4: like i don't i don't necessarily like the music but it's impressive his ability is impressive there's no doubt about that yeah so funny i remember yeah, watching and- a video on youtube a long time ago of him doing like it's like a live concert he did and it was the whole intro was this really long medley of like famous popular songs and they blended just seamlessly together and it was him on the accordion up front like jamming it. and i was like this is incredible like it's like no one no one who would have thought to do that other than weird al and he just kills it
2: there was a comedian who did it with the canon d like all the songs that are in that, that oh yeah note line yeah. Uh, but yeah, another comedian. I understand that that's Weird Al's primary. Yeah, location, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah,
4: <laughs> was it Drew Carey? Because <laughs> he he could barely be called a comedian. <laughs> no, oh,
2: no, come it was on, some man. guy <laughs> on. Um, I think it was on Comedy Now. Ugh. Drew Carey show. Fox dating myself. <laughs> uh, Scott,
4: when's the last time you watched Drew Carey show?
1: I don't know when it was still on TV.
4: Yeah, so I actually re- recently gave it a rewatch and it's got its moments, but I'll be honest, all of the moments are Ryan Stiles and Diedrich Bader. And almost, yeah, none, I was of them, say almost that, none of them are yeah. Drew Carrie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the funniest person in that
2: show is Diedrich Bader. Buzzbeer for the win, baby.
4: Buzz beer <laughs> for the win, yeah.
2: Oh, wait, wait. Uh, uh, Duncan, you got yeah. any Battle of the Band stories?
5: Battle of the Bands, no. I was a solo piano player, so I and still am. So I'd never like played along well because i always wanted to be the center of attention. Um, <laughs> and I mean, I mean, uh, pretty... <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, like I got to university level of, uh, performing classical piano and now it's more just, I, I don't really have a venue for that. So it's more of like a meditative act at this point. And, uh, can poorly play some other instruments but you know
4: (laughs) duncan's experience with the piano is like the opposite of mine (laughs) the inverse Mm -hmm. i've barely learned anything technical and and i don't even really play by ear though and it just yeah (laughs) it just like kind of goofed around he actually studied
5: the whole uh yeah the collaborative aspect of music is a bit lost on me but the uh like Weird Al, I can play some niche music that would be pretty impressive to the right person at the right time. So if you want to see some Mendelssohn, come on over to our Discord uh, listeners
1: and you can see my poor recordings.
4: Oh well, yeah, that'd be a good Discord event.
1: Well, I mean, I guess that like being a solo pianist is the best for Battle of the Bands because you don't give a fuck about anyone else. You're ready to throw down. Oh Yeah.
5: The, it's a
2: lot oh, of pressure, l- though. You can't hide your mistakes like you can in an actual band. <laughs> yeah, My
5: social true. cachet <laughs> went up so much when people just started leaving pianos around in major cities.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
5: Because <Hell laughs> yeah. you can't really bring it
2: with you most of the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. You're TikTok famous now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. I really thought at least one of us would have, like, a battle of the band story, but I've I've also never done one, even though I was ready. Oh, I thought you would ready have. Up- yeah, right? Um, I think so I've been I've, I've to been a couple when I was in
4: high school and they sucked.
2: Yeah. But yeah, I, I <laughs> yeah. did the AV for a couple. Um, but like I, I play bass and I have played bass since I was like nine years old. Mm. Uh, the, 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 the peak of that is all self-taught, but the, the day I learned Maxwell murders is like, and I nailed it flawlessly to the song is, was one of the most proud days I've had in my life <laughs> as like alone in my bedroom. Um, <laughs> I you also know, dabble I... in rhythm guitar. I used to play lead, but I broke my pinky and I got set wrong, so now it doesn't move. So it's it's got two positions, and that's extended and locked on and, and off, nowhere in between. Oh. Yeah, plays slide like guitar nice. really well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I actually I do normally keep a keep a metal slide on it um, for like rhythm and blues and stuff like that. Uh I I dabbled in drums briefly. I played Alto sax all the way through junior high and high school. Mm. Um I played trumpet briefly. I had a trombone for a few years as a kid. Like the like music was a huge, huge part of my life until I started moving around so much. Mm.
4: Yeah, I will say um, when I picked up the whistle, it was like it took me a little bit to get down, but uh when I got it, I remember our, our band director at the time at the Dinner Theater just looked at me and he was like you found your thing this is your thing this is you're way better at this than you are at the keyboard he was really brutal about it <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh i know I, I knew right away i was like no you're right he's like you, you you don't know it well yet but i can tell like you found your thing but i never really explored it i think i should have explored more woodwinds and, and reed instruments and stuff and uh, there's a part of me that still would love to so i'd love to learn the sax i think the sax would be one of the things i would love to learn next, like uh, along with like something like the
2: clarinet um yeah but um, Sax is tough because it is yeah. loud a hundred percent of the time. there is <laughs> yeah. no like volume yeah. <laughs> regulation. It's just annoying
4: yeah. yeah yeah um but uh that being said, I remember w- when I played in that in that band um they used to say they used to say that uh, uh the person who gets laid last is always the bass player unless you have a keyboard oh, yeah. player. <laughs> so they oh, uh, honestly, me being the keyboard player, and then I learned the whistle, uh, and they they were literally like, "Are you just trying not to get laid?" Like, what is wrong <laughs> with you? <laughs> Uh, and then, like, literally as, two months later, the accordion, they're like, What the fuck, dude? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh,
2: you're going in the wrong direction. Fun.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, as somebody who's played in numerous metal bands and punk bands, I can tell you that that is not a stereotype. That is just how it is. <laughs> it's
4: just how it is. Yeah. It's a yeah. shame, too, because yeah. uh, until you nothing, move to stand up bass. There's literally nothing without the bass. There's nothing without it.
2: It's what, crazy. Once, once you start playing stand up bass, things change oh, dramatically. Oh, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. There's a, there's a huge swing. <laughs> mm. So, so we, we, we have the makings of the weirdest fucking band of all time. We do. You know, <laughs> piano, slide whistle, bass guitar. We just need to get Scott on like the cymbals or something. Making a light show.
4: So Scott can be like uh what's that fella? He's in an English band. I think it they call him Bez. Uh he's he just te- a tambourine. He's he's, reg- he's technically listed as a percussionist, but he literally just dances with the band. That's has that's been oh, okay. his thing. Like career. half the
2: members of Slipknot. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I'll be the hype man. That's not a shot, listeners. Oh, you remember the Happy Mondays? I've seen them live like a dozen times. You remember uh, the English band,
4: the Happy Mondays, and he basically just danced and like played the maracas. <laughs> yeah, maracas,
2: tambourine—the be most patronizing of instruments.
3: <laughs>
2: oh god.
4: Well, all we right. all know where this segue is going. <laughs> Combat. You are about to enter into uh, a, a certain type of combat, a battle at least, <laughs> of the bands. Uh, and as shocked as you all were, more
2: hyperbolically in this case, so.
4: as shocked as you all were when I said it at the end of the last episode, this is literally written into the adventure as an option. <laughs> You're oh, just boy. using
5: that as a deflection for when <laughs> it all goes terribly, aren't you?
4: So this room is kind of uproarous at the moment, and this little rat folk has come out to ask what the hell's going on, watching Tulak do with this start this performance uh, on the stage, and the Dryder has basically made a, a directive or a, a, a made a command saying "Battle of the Bands." Um, now, I, I want to say this makes yeah. so
1: much sense if you have like a stereotypical D&D party with a bard in it, but we right. never play with a bard. I nope, none of
2: us.
4: So, <laughs> so that's <laughs> so, not true. We had
2: a bard through most of local legends. Yeah. Damn uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> that was years let's, ago. Uh,
4: that, no, let me yeah, let, let me um, let me let me. So this is kind of the battle of bands but it's it's also it's also uh, just a performance off as it were to a degree. Um, so here's what's gonna happen is you I mean at this point despite what you were trying to do kreka and or get a yield at the front and uh, you may take your your pints with you uh, but you are now being shuffled towards the stage
2: <laughs> and yeah. um, uh, before this gets started, I have a very important question. okay. is it good? Like, is the mushroom beer good? Does she enjoy it? Like, does it just taste like Worcestershire? <laughs> I drink that not, shit.
4: It's not nearly as refined as Worcestershire sauce. Okay. <laughs> you ever, so see, like, that, like you ever see that meme? You ever see that meme of the dude? It's a dude and his girlfriend. And he's like, I have something to tell you, but I just don't know how to say it. She's like, don't worry. You can tell me anything. And it just says Worcestershire sauce. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's oh pretty good. We should find that one and throw that in the, in the meme room. That's, I, so, I like that a lot. Uh, kills me. <laughs> oh,
2: God. <laughs> I might actually just do that to my fiance. <laughs> just do it.
4: It's <laughs> perfect. Uh, if there was ever a perfect meme, I think that's it. Okay. All right. But so yeah. is, it,
2: is it like a watered down... Like, like if I took like a like an English pale ale and mixed it with mushroom ketchup, I'd have about the consistency.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, especially texture wise uh it's okay. like gritty and on un- like definitely unfiltered uh, to a to a disgusting degree um it, there's there's chunks of something in it it's not it's not nice and it stings okay. it stings Dang. going down you know it's boozy right. oh it's boozy uh and it, it's, yeah. it's gonna so she's gonna
2: make eye face. contact with not the morlock for... behind the bar as she drinks half of it just one go just like <laughs> Just aggressive eye contact, like just establishing (laughs) your dominance. As as she hits this pint, (laughs)
4: and his like his like like sort of milky white eyes kind of grow wide, and he just like smirks, cracks a smile, and says,
0: "Shoulda, shoulda tried to
6: purchase some of the special stuff."
4: In a language you don't understand, of course. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Um, But you guys uh, get sort of slowly shuffled towards the uh, stage. And the uh, rat folk kind of walks up and looks around, waits for you to get to the stage, and and uh, and just says, All right, all right. We're going to challenge us, are you? <laughs> well, Shadow Malice won't step down. Walks back to the door, hammers on it a couple times, and then there is uh, a trail of the band members coming out. So you have this rat folk who is... Uh, uh, clearly the singer, you have this um, Duregard dwarf come out with this like folding drum set attached to her waist. Uh, and then you have this mostly uh, like, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? like clad, like just clad and, Shroud. like, uh, shrouded. Thank you. Mostly shrouded in, in clothing and like a massive stuff like darker skinned creature or like pale dark. It's kind of strange like gray color I guess like gray uh, holding a massive loot. Um, and then this lizard, s- sort of lizard or almost reptilian creature come out also wielding a loot. A loot? Is it a loot? Yeah. He's got two loots and some drums. Oh no, sorry. That's my bad. The, the, um, the reptilian creature has a loot. The shrouded creature has a Theorbo. Big, massive. Oh, Theorbo. Yeah. And, um, shout out Thorn. Uh, Shadow Thorn <laughs> and they all sort of like take positions, and uh the rat folk gets up front again and says Alright, let's get to it. Here's the deal. We'll each face off
6: one on one. Each of you pairs with one of us.
4: And then do whatever you want. We'll see who comes out on top. So one of you or er, all of you have to go, but any one of you can choose uh, a sort of combatant, as it were, to perform against or alongside, to see if you can one up them, uh, and you can one up them in whatever performance way you feel is appropriate. You, you don't have to play an instrument here. You can. Just Does it do have to be want. a performance role? No. You can. You can kind of do whatever you want with this, uh, but it's up to your imagination.
6: But being the challengers, being the challengers, you have to choose who you go up against. I don't care if you play a song or give me some acrobatic nonsense, display of strength, whatever. One-on-one for now. We'll see how the crowd feels.
2: Uh, Gilda points directly to the lizard folk. Like, just you.
4: Okay. Um,
2: uh, for the the listeners, he is jacked and has the world's longest downed mohawk. Like...
4: Yeah, here's this thing I'm just going to show it to everybody here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, just uh, ripped. Basically, just wearing a loincloth and yeah, and uh, big old loot in his hands. Um, that looks well reinforced, mind you. Um, and uh, and it, I will say it's technically not technically yeah, yeah. not a lizard folk.
2: Okay, just, For, just uh, uh but crocodile but lizard Yeah.
4: Lizard. <laughs> <laughs> but very reptilian in nature. Uh, okay, so Lady Gilda, you want to go first, or are you just choosing your, your challenger for
2: she's, now? She's just choosing her opponent.
4: Okay, so I you get up on the stage and go, get next to... Right, All right the uh, the pale lady with gauze ash. Is this in common? Uh, y- uh, ooh, let's see here. I think it starts in common, but they, they can actually switch to common. Uh, sorry, it starts in under common, and then they can switch to uh, common once they realize... You may not understand. And so, they end up doing a little bit of both for the crowd and for your sake, making it easier. Okay. And, um, okay, so Lady Gilda, you're up with Golzash is his name. And what about you, Grayskin? Pointing at Krukka.
5: Well, I'm known to hit, so I'll go against the best hitter you have and be against their percussionist.
6: Okay. Ah... The gray Skin against Kragala. And you. That's a very pretty name.
3: <laughs>
6: and you, wiry one.
1: Pointing at Tulak. Well, if you're trying to throw down the gauntlet, I'll take you on
4: myself.
6: <laughs> Versus Raita.
4: Raises a hand in the air. Casting dancing lights herself. Oh, shit. yeah. It's uh, a fucking rave up
1: here. We're just doing like poi with dancing lights. <laughs>
4: Do-do-do. Okay, so. The system is down. <laughs> the system is down. <laughs> we installed that light switch so you could turn the lights on and off, not throw lights with raids
2: <laughs> Now let's crack open that glow stick into Homestar Runner's Mountain Dew. Alright,
4: so starting off, you get to... uh, I mean, we have to figure out who's going to go first here. Um, uh, Do you guys... Anyone want to volunteer, or should I roll for it? I mean,
1: Tulak and this guy are both already throwing up dancing lights. Maybe they should... Okay.
4: Uh, Sure, okay. So, uh, the Rat Folk, Raita, is going to start just flipping some dancing lights around. And uh, you start hearing like these mysterious sort of noises uh, bounce around the room as well as as um, as she casts ghost sound and uh, and starts humming like this really haunting melody um, and uh, is con- like basically just maintaining this and adding a little variations to it. Uh, and what I need you to do is roll whatever check it is you're trying to do and beat. Her DC. She's got a, they all basically have a static DC because they are the performers here. They have a, a reputation. You have to beat their DC if you want to show them up a bit.
1: Okay. Now, do you want me to tell you what I'm going to do?
4: Tell me what you're going to do
1: and make an argument for what check you want to make and we'll see where we're at. So Tulak is sending around these, uh, Jesus Christ, what are they called? Lights? Dancing, Dancing lights. Dancing lights. Makes sense. Makes sense. Tulak is sitting around these dancing lights up into the air and they're changing. Turn on these color. lights and
4: make them dance. Where are they from? And, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then they <laughs> kinda come down to the floor and they're just circling around his feet in a kind of a eerie purple color. And he reaches into his backpack and then he just pulls out this torch and holds it straight up in the air. And then all of a sudden it lights up and it's his ever-burning torch. And then he starts to juggle it and not worried about the flame and the heat. Is getting it really close to himself and between the legs and over the shoulders and just really ripping it around and he's going to roll an acrobatics. Acrobatics. That's a natural one. I'm using hero point.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh no! 14 on the die for a 27.
4: All right, that's much better. <laughs> um, all right, that. Uh, so uh, so right like basically uh using ghost sound to add some like rhythmic like drumming a bit and it actually causes you all to turn your head towards kragala to think that like thinking that that she's joined in which would be against the rules and then you hear some boos from the audience because of this uh but they can't quite see that it's not the case um but uh, right it just like goes through like it continues forward with it anyway um thinking it's a, a solid performance and um but uh, you manage to, like, step her up uh, on this one and, and just, like, you know, take take the momentum of, like, people thinking she's cheating a little bit and just, like, you kind of use that rhythm against her and they think, oh, that's a clever way of doing it and you succeed in, uh, in, in uh, showing her up in this moment.
1: He throws the uh, torch up into the air and it falls and he catches it in a deep bow and then it goes out.
4: Nice. <laughs> okay, uh, who wants to go next? You got a, you got a, a good solid amount of applause on that one, uh, Tulak. So Krugger
5: will use the ring of the ram. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I just
4: brain the brain the with the Ring <laughs> of the Ram.
2: <laughs> uh, no, he... Uh, the point-blank range.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Kruk is, is
2: going to...
5: Whip out uh, one normal light hammer and one returning light hammer, and with one in each hand, he's going to go around the room in this big performative percussion kind of dance around, like hitting off everything. He's throwing the returning light hammer in this big percussive performance <laughs> display. He's dancing around like. Ah, da, da, da.
4: <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> What skill are you arguing for? Because I mean, Kragala is definitely just like doing these awesome rhythmic drum beats, like changing up the timing, and like it's really, really like structured and and it, like kind of leads you one way and then takes you another. It's it's really solid. Um, I
5: think I think this would be an acrobatics,
4: an acrobatics. So you see, so you're th- you're throwing your shit around, getting getting a little loosey goosey with that. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, yeah, go for it. Twenty six. Yeah, you follow Tulak's lead and like you manage to like throw your shit and bang your shit on stuff to kurgala's beats but not only not only her beats but like when she switches up your timing you don't miss the beat you just stay right on you catch on right away like you read music from a book before <laughs> and then you just you just manage to keep up and it really impresses everybody like oh yeah Kurgala, you're doing something cool but like for him to match you awesome so you also have a success on that. It's about the drums you don't hit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a, night, a bigger round of applause comes in for that. Um, and next up is Lady Gilda and Gulzash.
2: Yeah. Um, I have two ideas, but I think I'm going to go with the one that I like better. Okay. Uh, so Gilda makes her way off the stage to like this table in the corner here and then has Krukka order a round of the strongest liquor they have, and she's just going to marry in Ravenwood the shit out of this situation and just have a drinking competition with this jacked lizard folk.
4: (laughs)
1: Classic, classic Indiana Jones.
4: Okay, um, this is... um, Okay, hold on here.
2: This is... You can veto this idea. I have a backup in case this doesn't work for your scenario. Well, this is but unconventional, just...
4: but I'm not against it. I'm not against it, but it's unconventional. Um who uh, what, what what crew of uh, of bar flies doesn't love a drinking competition? Um however, it's sort of like uh it's it's what you're doing versus what they're doing. So you're obligating Gold's Ash to to uh do what you're doing as you know
2: Yeah, follow the leader. Yeah.
4: But that's not the rules of the composition, so what I think it will okay. have to happen is, yes, they'll do it as long as uh you also have to do what they would do, so you have to you both have to drink and you both have to play an instrument while you're doing it, and pull shit off
2: to twofer play an instrument specifically
4: like so far, like so far, it's been you know. Krukka could do whatever he wants, and then Kargala could do whatever they want. They just happen to play off of each other. You're obligating Golzash to go do something that wouldn't they wouldn't normally do to perform. You know what I mean? Okay. So right. they'll do it, but they're like they'll also like, you know, uh Nox is her name will hand you the Theorbo and be like, you got if you're gonna you're gonna go drink for drink, and then you also get to play a little something on this versus the Lutinist. You do a I'll do a little of yours, you gotta do a little of mine. <laughs> Kinda of deal what's your backup idea <laughs>
2: my backup idea is uh is have somebody bind her like like tie a rope around her have oh, okay. all of them check the knot and just flex her way out of it with that <laughs> show of strength okay yep yeah
4: that might might be more in your favor on that one <laughs> that's up to you all right i really want to competition yeah fortitude uh, uh, save
2: let's, versus fortitude save drinking competition that's that's what i was thinking yeah right but this is this uh, is. I my...
4: challenge you to do something. This is not that. This is uh, you do something. I do something and see who see who's more entertaining. Fair. That's what we're at.
2: Right. Right. Um, uh, yeah. So she'll she'll have uh, Krukka and Tulak like bind her in, in fifty feet of rope, and then she'll have each member of uh, the 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 house band like double check the knots. Yeah, uh, make sure they're nice and tight. When everybody agrees on it, she will just try and flex her way out of these yeah. bindings. And you get some you get some real like, you know, looks like the the the, the more
4: like that was at the bars stumbled his way over closer to the stage. The bartender is like now at the end of the bar. Even the is like book has not has not glanced at the book for a bit. And everyone everyone's eyes are on there. And you get you get tied up and uh and each member of the band walk, walks by and like gives her a nod and it gets a little bit more exciting for everyone every time there's a nod and says, Yep, yeah, yeah, it looks good. Yep, yeah, looks good. And you have a DC in mind for this? Um Yeah, it's it's the DC's gonna basically remain more or less the same. Uh which I, I mean I haven't revealed it, obviously, but yeah. Um Okay. No hero points we' we'll we'll, ass- we'll assume we'll assume the the you know you gave the you gave the uh, okay to your teammates who tied the note the knot that this level of security is enough to perform without like making me locked in here per se
1: now can i also i mean this happens every time you do in these games there's always an opportunity to do like some sort of action in front of people against them and Every time the caster's like, can I do guidance on them without them noticing? <laughs> <laughs> That's there
2: right are now. mechanics for that, actually, but it's it it's um I don't I, know if you have it. There, there's like an under I don't press
4: mind spell. this sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um so long as you if uh, there's a way for you to hide it. So like what are the components of guidance?
1: Uh it is oh, it's just verbal.
4: Verbal. So it's one of the things we don't really cover so much, but a verbal component, like you can't just whisper it. You have to like you, say you it can, loud. You can, but
2: it's a special feat.
4: Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, standardly, you have to say it loud. So you can't really hide it. If it was simply somatic only, I would say you could hide that.
2: Um, yeah, it's it's called conceal spell. It's a second level okay. wizard feat. Hmm. You hide your gestures within speech and other movements. So like when yeah. he's tying, he's talking to Gilda, he could, he could hide R- the spell. Oh, yeah. That that's cool yeah, yeah corvin had it yeah yeah
1: okay pass
4: so yeah it's a always such a great idea but there's usually something that like kind of stops it when you're well, just figuring kind like of
1: if if they're like if there's a lot of cheering going on mm-hmm. like maybe right yeah but that's up to you
4: um there's a buzz but i don't think there's a lot of cheering right now okay there, it's uh, just a buzz of excitement <laughs> yeah uh, swell cool all right so you're effectively uh, escaping a, uh, your own custom straight jacket for this, and Ghoul's Ash is just going to start jamming on that loot. I said,
6: "Baby, like Elcor is going to
1: save
4: me,"
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, and um, just just jamming away to a song that like makes you roll your eyes, but the whole crowd loves anyway. And uh, roll me Ooh. your check, Lady Gilda. Derivative.
5: Derivative.
2: Uh, that's not great. It's an 11 on the die for 26 athletics.
4: Okay. Uh, you start wrangling with those ropes. You're like, do I break free? Like, do I, do I find a, a, a little bit of a weakness in the knot? And You're kind of, like, struggling along through the song. And following the, uh, the lead of your teammates... You know, there's a bit of rhythm to the song. So you start moving your, yourself around through the song, whether it helps or not. And eventually you find uh, yourself with a little bit uh, of a... You find a little weakness in the rope. And you're like, oh, I can, I can break for any time now. But then you stop and go, no, wait. I'll wait for a good spot. I'll wait for a good spot. And you wait for like a, a, a proper moment in the song where it kicks off and you just bust free. Uh, and you, you have a, a regular success on your hands... Uh, with the perfect timing of, of this like uh, of this uh, crescendo of the song, and everyone's like, ah, this is awesome.
2: <laughs> right when he gets to the word Wonderwall, she just yeah. the ropes. <laughs> exactly <laughs> just to try and stop the song. Yep.
4: But of course, it's in undercommon, so you know,
2: um, right. But she knows the tune. Shout out yeah. Oasis, I love that song. He buying the Akl Oasis. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Boo. Uh, all right. So you've managed to show this group up pretty well.
2: However, let's yeah, no. play an instrument. There is a, it's more like a talent competition than a battle of the bands.
4: That is a, that is a, that is the, what do you call the individual phase? So now that you've got the, the crowd riled up, Rita takes the stage again. She says, all right. right, I've shown that they can now battle us properly. Now it's a proper battle of the bands. Let's see what they've got. And they get into the position and they just start rocking uh, a song. And they just like screaming and hooting and hollering, like, yeah, we're
6: Shadow Malice and we're the House fan and you know us and you love us. Blah, 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 blah.
4: And they just like rock this song out that's like really just like high energy. And all the Morlocks are like, kind of like, yeah, this is great, blah, blah, blah. And, um, and they finish their song. And they turn to you and write us just like, this is for performers, friends. Show us what you got. And they literally hand their instruments over to you. Oh, God. And but here's the deal. Uh, one person has to take the lead on this to roll a performance check. But for everyone, everyone succeeded. So everyone gets a pl- you can add you can aid uh, with a performance. Wait, hold on. Let me just double check the rules on this here. Uh, you can do an aid check and you get a uh, a plus one bonus. Uh oh shit, hold on. Let me let me read it proper here. It's just a little, a little worded, a little weird. Um so one person is the lead performer. Any number of heroes can aid at this check. In addition, the leader's performers uh performance check gets a plus two bonus for every critical success plus one was okay so you're automatically getting whoever's the lead automatically gets a plus 3 to this check and then everyone else can also aid in whatever way they want but the lead person has to do something with the performance skill does that make sense yep yes yep so someone you don't all have to play an instrument uh, they're all they're all ready to hand them over but uh the lead person has to do something with the performance skill automatically it's a plus 3 and everyone else can aid in some way attempt an aid check in some way,
1: okay. I have a plus four in
2: performance have a plus eleven. I got a th- oh. three. yeah you have a plus eleven like
5: yeah, he's a natural performer <laughs> and smart too of course you, he you is. can tell by all the social grace that he has
4: <laughs> I
3: mean.
5: So there what he's going to do is uh, wave away their instruments and start singing in opera.
4: <laughs> this, is, this is Duncan's proper debut at role-playing, Here, everybody. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the opera. <laughs> I can be hero. I should have rolled
5: before I said what I was going to do, actually. <laughs>
4: Uh, okay, uh, so you... Okay, Kruka's got to take the lead on that. Um, let's put him front and center on the stage. Uh, the, um, you get a plus three to this. And what, like, so what are... Are you actually going to do uh, try to attempt some opera? And what does, uh, what do the other two try to do to aid?
5: Uh, yeah, I don't... I would like to... I. I would like to do that, but I don't want to attempt to actually have to do it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh come on, okay, yeah Figaro. I'll do it
5: <laughs> yeah uh, we will we'll, we'll do he'll do the opera he will just okay. <laughs> it might be really good
4: It's really good for this tavern is the is the thing right so yeah, the bar is oh. low let's be honest. i mean that song was the song they just played was pretty good, even you have to admit. World's your oyster down here.
5: All right. So,
1: yeah, Tulak will... um, You know, like, when you go to the opera, it's, like, telling the story, and you got people singing, they're acting, and they're doing all sorts of things. Well, Tulak thinks that, like, he's got to add some, like, flavor to the setting, and so he's going to be the guy in the background who's making the lightning noises. And... (laughs) Will use like you, put,
4: in- you find a metal sheet out back and just shake like, shake it for thunder. <laughs> yeah. And he's gonna use
1: intimidation because he's gonna be getting really
4: into it. Okay. All right. Gilda?
2: Um so if, if Tulok's gonna play the heel, uh Gilda will take the, the role of the protagonist in the opera. Okay. Uh and like like appeal to the crowd for their, their assistance and their effort to banish this foe with her diplomacy. <laughs>
4: so you're gonna be like are you are you gonna be doing like a speaking role over top of like the the melodic singing is that what you're saying
2: well i don't know what opera we're performing so i can't tell you
4: (laughs) yeah i I would
5: would like to do one that's not completely (laughs) anachronistic so Mm.
4: go ahead and say it's not (laughs) pre-written yeah
2: but it will sound suspiciously like a tune you know (laughs) so here's the thing here's what I'm thinking is that if it's an actual like above ground opera with Gilda's society rank there's a good chance she actually knows what opera it is
4: okay too well, long here's have no thing. idea does Kruka have an opera in mind or is he just going to speak in a language no one understands which is pretty typical of an opera uh and just sing anything he wants
2: that language that nobody understands you're thinking of is German.
4: No, no one understands German. It doesn't exist. It's a, it's a
3: fake language.
4: Yeah, Uh
2: having not as a
5: player known enough about the the backstory of any of this stuff uh, that I don't want to like step on toes culturally in the written lore, he is just gonna make some shit up and sing it in Draconic.
4: I love it.
5: Tristan and Isold would have been a good
4: good
2: pull for this.
4: I like to imagine at this at this very moment, Draconic sounds a lot like Klingon. <laughs> yeah, and you're doing you're down doing the Klingon musical. <laughs> uh, I rolled
1: a natural twenty on my intimidation for a thirty-five. Damn! Nice. Okay,
4: that's another okay. plus two, so you get a plus five at this check.
2: Uh, we did never settle on whether or not diplomacy was okay for that.
4: Well, I guess you still need to settle exactly what you're doing. So right. Krukka's going to sing in Draconic, uh, something that no one really knows or understands.
2: Uh, you know what? Maybe she'll just do a coin drop to windmill to dead drop instead. Just pull out a Google's <laughs> Yeah. Oh okay, so you're
4: you're just going to do like some physical... Uh, it, it, interpretations. You're gonna do a. Uh, you could do an interpretive she's gonna dance do, effectively.
2: Yeah, <laughs> she's she's gonna do very slow breakdancing, dancing, uh, which in this <laughs> case will be akin to ballet and full plate mail. Oh god. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay, and and you want to roll? I assume you want to
2: roll acrobatics for that. <laughs> Actually, from because we pivoted, uh, I'd like. I think society's probably my better role. Uh, um, I have a better skill in in acrobatics, but I think society might actually be more accurate because this is not something she's trained in. She's never done a ballet to an improved right. opera before. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you can make it. call. So many call. of us have. <laughs> <laughs> You're
4: trying to use your 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 knowledge of of how people uh, what like per- perceive the arts to like perform. Is that the kind of yeah? Okay, uh, I think I think that's pretty fair. Uh, I'll allow it. Roll me some society. Nope. it's
2: a four on the die for a 14. <laughs> oh, shitballs. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not a
4: critical failure, at least. So you just donate. Wasn't far off, though. Um, all right, Krukka, you Come perform on, your your draconic Klingon opera with a plus five to this check. let's Show Five. us what you got.
5: A <laughs> seven on the die for an eighteen. Twenty-three total.
4: Ah, come
1: on. Twenty-three? Well,
2: we knew we were gonna fail this, right? Like, we we no. have no illusions of winning this. So Same to, to beat. beat. Same to beat.
4: Twenty-three is one above success. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bitch. As far as these Morlocks are concerned, you have knocked it out of the park, Um, and you just get you get a standing ovation. Everyone's just like, "Ah, "That was amazing," and all of the uh, dudes behind you are just like, "What the fuck just happened?" I read it in a book somewhere. Just happened, and (laughs) Rita walks up to you. Krukka, and just like looks you in the real short, just like on tippy toes, looks you in the eye. It's just like, yeah,
6: you got guts.
4: You're lucky this time. Does like a little thumb in the nose action. (laughs) Next time you meet Shadow Malice, we'll take you down. (laughs) And then walks away, and everyone just follows Rida's lead, and they just walk back through the door. Into the green room, essentially. <laughs> That's hilarious. And uh, yeah, you have made your mark on the Warped Brew Tavern. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah.
3: For better yeah. or for worse.
4: Um, make a plaque or something. What do you do now? Everyone starts to... Everyone's like kind of a little excited, but they all kind of settle back to what they were doing eventually and um, go about their business. A little bit more uh, at ease with your presence.
2: Does the Gilda doesn't speak the local language, so she speaks the only language that she knows and goes back to the bar. Alcohol. <laughs> um. Yeah, Kruko will follow
5: them and continue on with his line of questioning that was rudely interrupted by a battle of the bands, Uh yep. he was going <laughs> to. He's going to flip his last gold to that bartender and ask some more uh, if he knew some more about Jaffa Key, having been in there.
4: Uh, and uh, the bartender is like, you're to the bar and uh, you start asking questions. And he just goes, you're having
6: another round of drinks,
4: right? I suppose.
6: All right, I'll give you a discount
5: for
4: gold, which is still robbery, <laughs> of course, <laughs>
2: big time. Anything in the gold range or <laughs> silver range would be considered robbery especially, in most Especially siblings. for the
4: swale yeah. you're drinking. <laughs> let's, let's start
2: yeah, with let's... information instead.
4: And he looks down, and he sees that you still have a full mug, essentially, because yeah. you didn't have a chance to drink it. <laughs> and it tastes right. terrible.
5: We're looking for Jaffickey.
6: We're all sort of looking for him. Well, them, it, whatever it is, well, sometimes he comes. Sometimes they send, I don't know, one of the minions. And they take one of us away. A rumor says we get shaped into something better. Something more powerful. We Morlocks we become
4: the Dreshcan. Which he says with like A a slight amount of reverence, but, like, just, like, a thirst, like a craving. Like, oh, that's what I want.
1: He put a little stank on it.
4: Oh, yeah, a little stank.
1: (laughs) Which way do the minions go, and which way do they
5: take you after? Mm. There's
6: only two ways there, but you can't go without an escort. The door is to the east in the arena no one dares go past the giant mound of death. The other way is through the testing grounds, which are its own sort of danger. You never know what's in there, ready to rip you apart. They bring us when they're ready to escort us with safety. So we wait.
5: And the escorts, are they, are they Dreshkin? No.
6: But Dreshkin, they serve their own purpose. It's usually one of Jafeki's kind, one of them Sugathi, or one of Lara Zeng's kind.
4: And he points over at the drider. Changes day to day.
5: And how often do they come?
6: Can't say. You just never know. Hmm.
2: And they won't even thank him. We did just tune up the victor of the testing grounds. It doesn't sound like it's going to be that rigorous. Didn't you almost get killed by getting pummeled on the floor? Uh, yeah, that's one of the three. <laughs> <laughs> if we spread that damage around a little bit; yep. we'd all be fine. As the Tulok right. leans over
1: and just says, "Figure out where the testing ground is." Yeah,
5: where yeah. is this testing ground?
1: The east of here.
6: It's an observation deck of sorts. Sometimes you can see through it, sometimes
0: you can't. But that's Sugathi territory.
4: And um, based on his basic. Instructions. You would know that it's 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 that room there that you were above and saw all the bloodstains in. Ah, uh, yes,
5: I think I know it. Well, your beer is terrible. Thank. You.
6: <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to see some of the good stuff? Maybe.
5: I have been burned by an offer like this before, but okay. <laughs>
4: And he excitedly like pulls a crate out from underneath the uh, bar. And sets it sets on top, and there's like a, just a random smattering of um, uh, of like vials and like corked bottles and stuff. And he's got it's got some interesting stuff in there actually, um, but uh, it's all he he starts listing off the prices, and it's all exorbitant prices, like total ripoffs. Um, but there is a Boulderhead head bock, which is a, a brew um, usually made by dwarves that gives you like a bonus against being stunned or stupefied, um, but gives you a, a penalty to uh, perception. There's a spider foot brew, uh, which is a level three item that uh, gives you what is it? I think it gives you a climb speed for yeah, 15 feet for, for, for uh, a minute. Uh, there's a Bravos Brewed Lesser, which is a level two item, which gives you a bonus to will saves, uh, and a, a, bo- uh, a even bigger bonus to will saves against fear. There's a Sangwine, Wine, uh, which is a pun on the Sanguine uh, Mutagen, which is a level three item, it gives you a plus two bonus to fortitude and reflex saves, and uh, but um, makes you makes you take uh, bleed damage. You take piercing and slashing. And there's also something called Wine of Blood is a level 5 item consumable and you when you drink it you gain 2d10 hit points um, and additionally the wine attempts to counteract every negative emotion effect that's affecting you with the counteract level of 3 counteract modifier of plus 9 and lastly a bonus to will saves and whatnot so they're all they're lower level items but you know you never
2: know where they can be used Gildo by a Bravo's bird. No, nope. okay. never She Doesn't have any nope. gold. Here's oh. spent it <laughs> all on the shield. <laughs> <laughs> two locks yeah, and, broke uh, too. <laughs> Shrek had just spent all his
5: gold on beer. Mm. I'll
4: tell you what. Uh, uh, the treasury you just found, uh, the Morlock will accept it at a 10% reduction on its, on its worth. Mm.
2: I think I could talk him into... Well, what a, what a, what would we want to move, right? Like,
1: yeah, I mean, it's just treasure, so could wipe out the room and take it.
4: We gotta see. Yeah, <laughs> we have something <laughs> worth. That. You could. There is that.
1: We essentially have 130 GP in the three pieces of treasure we got from him.
5: Uh, plus, I grabbed uh, that 20 GP um, metal off of what's his name, guy
2: that died really easily. Right. Maybe we should keep that one to ourselves though. I mean you got
4: you got a few things in that room too. You got you got some stuff worth you got something worth seventy GP.
2: Yeah. I mean so we we could trade like I could try and talk him into actual value. Like is there is there anything on this list that you guys want? I mean the spider thing is kinda cool, but I don't necessarily need that.
4: Bearing in mind that the the list of prices there in that list are not accurate. Like he's he's charging like more than that. It's, oh, okay. it's oh, exorbitant. Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's was... a total scam artist. Yeah, oh, fuck
1: it. We don't need that shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. already got scammed
4: uh,
3: enough. And we'll come kill him later.
5: Cost at its worst.
2: <laughs> okay, so where do we want to go? We've um, we've established that we can go back where we came, or I think past the shambling mound in the arena. It was is the other directions that we were given.
5: Yeah, that mound seems pretty menacing.
1: Is there a door here where I'm? Yep. That might be a way. Because we've entered through it kind of like a back route. Maybe that's the way to go. See if we can just sneak in this way.
4: Yeah,
2: I mean, there's also this
4: yeah, door here. Yeah, so go back here. to where you were in, the, in that sort of. Yeah, the uh, the sort of gallery uh, that looks down upon the, the testing grounds. We had there's... that translucent wall. There's there's that door that you you almost went in when you were there and then you opted to go to the west
1: there's another creature, one of those worm creatures right up there though, Throwing that out there I was just thinking we could sneak yeah. around if we went south
2: yeah, the Morlock was pretty um, pretty clear that this whole area was Sagathi territory <laughs> uh, I'm game either way you, what, what is there a route that's leaning uh, speaking to you Duncan?
3: nope,
2: but it all sounds terrible <laughs> Yeah, I mean, both routes. <laughs>
4: like,
2: <laughs> I see I mean, nothing but downside to both. Right. So I, James, the player, want to go past the mound because I want to know what that is so badly. But Gilda, <laughs> after us having trounced um, uh, Victor, um, thinks that the testing grounds is probably our easiest way through. Because we have not only tuned up their champion, we have, um, you know, we 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 punched out a Sargathi. Yeah, but that thing could have gotten so
5: much worse if it maintained its wakefulness long enough to actually fuck with us. Like, remember the first time we got confused and nothing bad happened, and then the second time we
2: got confused, it really bad. <laughs> right. everything <Yeah>. went wrong. <laughs> right, but the way the way it looked is that they were just observers. Um, in that particular room so there's a possibility they will let us test you know do whatever the fuck um, Luke Skywalker did on Dagobah without them interfering
5: (laughs) okay yeah speak in like a different kind of nerd to me (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh... okay my vote is going south okay so when Picard enters the holodeck to do the 1950s gangster thing he has to complete the story before they let him out and so, the Sugathi might let you complete your testing yeah, ground. Think of the Sugathi as the, the Moriarty you. program that goes batshit insane <laughs> in the Sherlock Holmes episode of <laughs> season. Okay, so
5: we gotta hope it doesn't play out like. It's, okay, crystal clear. Let's uh, let's go for the mound.
4: <laughs> go for the okay, okay. So <laughs> Sure. <laughs> All right. I'll fuck around with okay. the mound. Fucking around with the mound. Okay. All right. Um. Let's go the uh okay so do we even get you, down there yeah that's <laughs> you only you only know one way down there from where you're at and it is to go back up to the next floor to that previous floor yeah. and then go down the stairs so
2: we do that I guess
4: um yeah. okay so you, do you go you go back the way you came essentially the way you came down to that observation gallery
3: first
2: I mean we don't know how else to get there so yeah I guess yep okay so we go back up these stairs here. Yeah. Through the secret tunnel.
4: So you, um, as you're stepping away from the bar and getting ready to uh, sort of uh, head back, uh, you know, the Morlocks are kind of like, you know, giving you nods. And like, even though they know you can't really communicate with half, like more than half of you, they're just like, yeah, and you're awesome. And um, Krukka, you hear a a muffled noise coming from uh, the door behind the bar to the northwest. Hmm.
6: Like a like a,
4: and then the bartender just like goes over and cracks the door and like puts their head in and you can hear like,
0: let me out,
4: in Undercommon, let me the
3: fuck out of here,
4: and then you can hear the Morlock just be like
3: shut the
0: fuck up,
4: and they just slam the door shut. Well, that's probably nothing.
2: (laughs) 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 That seems like it's none of our business
5: uh he will sidle on over to the others, and in a hushed tone, I believe there is a uh, like even hushed for Kraka, so he's working at it. <laughs> uh, I believe there may be trouble behind the bar there there seems to be someone in distress
2: where oh, where are we just... in this room i i wanna i wanna make sure our positioning is correct before we decide to engage, yeah.
5: So we are at the table south of the bar like 25 feet away from the bartender cap.
1: Tulark just says why don't we make a run for it? We unlock the door behind us or allow them to come in one by one. Create a bottleneck. We don't
5: know
2: what's in that room.
1: If it's if it's people we have to save them.
2: What's the door made out of Freeman?
4: Uh, it's like reasonably sturdy wood. This this place is in pretty pretty good repair. If if old and kind of a little bit rough shot, it's it's kept well.
2: But still breakable. It's not like an iron door or anything like that.
4: Yeah, it's not like iron ba- bounded or anything like that. Yeah. Uh,
2: Gilda will look at the door and you know kind of nod. That's that's a sound strategy, I think. If uh, to luck you get through the door. Krukka. you can take the one at the bar, and I'll cover Tulak's retreat. Um, bottleneck isn't a bad idea, and if they lock us in there, I think I could uh, force our way out for whatever reason. And, and then a door. What are you two the... looking at?
4: Then <laughs> a door to the to the east opens, and out steps uh, uh, a creature that looks like this. Uh, Bald, with Christ. translucent skin and like a lipless mouth with teeth and a long tongue hanging out, and she just wanders out behind the bar, looks at the the, the bartender more like nods and he just goes, "What do I hear about these champions that
6: have taken on Shadow Malice? Oh, I've heard great things. Is that them over there?"
4: And the drider just kind of looks up from her book. <sighs>
2: Nods yes, I'm guessing this is Vishari. Oh, oh, smart, Kruka, Maybe Man. put that metal away real quick, like.
4: <laughs> and this creature just walks up to you, just wanders up, you know, just like
6: so lovely to meet you. I am Vashari.
4: Bottle cap uh, and holds that, holds that out a hand. In fact, actually, I, I should I should have done this earlier, but everyone should get uh, uh, a hero point for their performance in the Battle of the Bands and all their ideas. Really, really good. And I will give a second one to James for catching that right away. <laughs> oh, sweet. Um, I said
2: it a couple of times, but I was muted.
4: No, oh. <laughs> That won't make the cut at all.
6: Uh, <laughs> well, so it's not very often we have someone in here coming to show up the band. What brings you down the year?
2: I'm sorry, I only speak Common, Sylvan, Orkish, <laughs> and Elvin. And she'll go through all those languages. She just, she
4: just turns back and is like, what the fuck is this one just say?
3: <laughs> it's, it's
6: not important. Eh? <laughs> oh, oh, you speak, okay, I'll
5: speak yeah, to so you. <laughs> pleased to meet you. I just I'm a famous opera singer, and just came here to get some. You know how every now and then Chris Rock goes to a really pop or uh, popular comedy club.
6: Ah, uh, yes, Chris Rock. He's one of those deep gnomes, isn't yes, he? Yes, yes, exactly. I think I've heard of him. Yes, yes, famous for that. From Neverland. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's strange that you're. Uh, what? What is it? Uh, uh. It's so 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 wonderful to have you and as entertainment in my tavern. Um. But what are you all doing here by the door? You, you look tense. Why aren't you sitting down and having a drink?
5: I'm not going to lie. I think the beer has gone off a little.
6: Oh, that's, that's by design, of course.
5: Well, it's certainly <laughs> an acquired taste.
6: Uh, yes, most of the things down here are acquired,
5: especially for you surface-dwelling people. Can I sense
1: motive? What do you mean, surface-dwelling people?
6: I don't understand what you're
4: saying. Shut up.
1: <laughs> he was complimenting the tavern. <laughs>
4: uh, yeah, you—you you can't get a read on this creature at all. Like you don't—you don't really understand. It's just—it it's, appears to be the proprietor of this place and just trying to be friendly with the news that it seems to have yeah. heard.
5: Okay, so it'll uh, just kind of whisper back at them, Act natural. And uh, <laughs> that was, was just that, kind of, like, that was s- that? take a sip at his beer and just give, like, a grimacing smile. Mmm.
6: Well, don't stand by the doors if you're going to enjoy the ale. Have a sit, have a sit. Oh, Relax. I can't.
5: The doctor says don't sit for 30 minutes after singing. <laughs>
6: That's uh well I don't know much about doctoring, but uh sure, okay.
1: She's more of a chirurgeon. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: Nailed it.
2: I I think that was a hero point worthy he
3: pull.
2: <laughs> I'll give Scott a hero
4: point only if Duncan says the word. Chirurgeon? Okay, you get a hair point. Because <laughs> hey. up until now, he's refused to say it. <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't
5: uh, feel my... like a win, but I'll take it. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just happy I'm to be talking today. about my dear dead physics. So.
4: I just put you through a battle of the bands. So I think you guys need a break.
5: <laughs> a, br- a nice soothing combat would go down super great right now.
6: <laughs> well, now's your chance.
4: <laughs> um... Anyway, uh, Vishari seems to be like pressuring you a little bit. The, it, the, the The mood is getting a little awkward, especially for those who can't understand
2: uh, what yeah. she's saying. But it's like okay, so, I, no. James, am getting tense at the situation of Kruka yeah. being our face. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> she just seems to like she seems to be a little bit suspicious of you all, like clambered by the door with your beers or not beers in hand. Like you're supposed to be relaxing in this. You're supposed to be relaxing in this uh, in this tavern as the victors of the Battle of the Bands and she's getting a weird read off of you.
1: Tulak edges north-, north five feet uh, towards the bar but more to look into the hall that she came from though he realizes he can't see shit.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it seems to be just a small hallway that splits off to the north and south. That's it.
5: Okay, McCrackle will shuffle over to the bar and take a seat and try to like try to glance back or like listen
4: back kind of get some read on what's going on behind the bar but sure you've all been sort of like socially bullied and going back to the bar and Vishari gets behind the bar with the Morlock and stands behind it like right right in the midst of uh, the three of you on the other side of the wood
6: so tell me why are you here? Why did you come and challenge the Shadow Malice band in my tavern,
3: Crocker? What's and she sang. saying? Yeah,
5: he'll uh. Turn to her and say, well, I, I think it would be a bit rude for us to continue this conversation with two of my bandmates unable to uh to continue with us. I don't suppose you speak common? No.
1: Well. No. Tell her that we came here to be flesh-warped. We've heard about the amazing things that Jaffa can do, and we've contacted him and we're looking to find him.
2: Yes, that. <laughs> <laughs> and Kraka does such... <laughs> yes. Maybe not that we've contacted him. In part. Maybe that we're just seeking him out. Because that's that, that, that that's an easy bit of the lie we can get trapped in. Okay, we, um, yeah, we... So, yeah, we've heard
5: of Jaffaki and the wonders being performed down here. My, I I run in some, some great social circles that have, and the word has gone wide and the people in the know, if you know what I mean.
6: Yes, wonders they may be, but they are more than that. They are torture. They are warping of the flesh. You seem, well, talented, but mere babes, you don't seem like you quite know what you're getting into. Do you understand the extraordinary lengths that
1: are required to
0: warp one's flesh?
1: Look, lady, I took toughness and die hard.
4: And she, like... (laughs) <laughs> I mean, that's a very meta phrase, but does the Tulak say something? <laughs> to no, that effect? No, that with, was with that, that just intonation? That's Scott's joke. Damn no, it. <laughs> no, that was
3: Scott's joke.
6: Perhaps you have, are in over your head. Yes, some of us are here to be warped by Jaffa Keith's talents, but some of us are here to just do what we do perhaps your talents should remain as performers and not be muddled by such extreme measures
5: perhaps Jaffa Key would be a better judge of that I believe an expert such as myself would benefit from t- speaking to an expert such as him <laughs> that is
6: fair I do not know when they will next be by, but given you have outperformed Shadow Malice, I will put my word in for you.
4: And then you hear more muffled noises from behind the door, and Vishari just turns to the Morlock bartender and just jerks her head to the side, and the Morlock goes through the door. As the door opens, you can hear some yelling and screaming, like, let
0: me the fuck out of here!
4: And the door slams, and then you just... Here shortly after some silence.
6: Never mind. <laughs> Shit.
5: Never mind uh, that. It's just yeah. kind of has to, huh?
6: Sometimes it's just uh, dinner, cooking up a fuss. <laughs> you
4: understand? I
2: don't know if I really do.
4: Again, the voice wasn't under comment, just so you know, but you could tell it's distress.
2: Right, yeah. So she, Gilda can for sure tell it's distress. I mean, yeah. Given oh like
4: boy. the Give previous it, yeah. one, and then the next, like the next one, it's like, Aah! and they're like, so no.
5: seeing this, is there something? Hmm is gonna
2: dive over the bar at this woman yeah want, like <laughs> I, I want
5: I want to distract her uh, like draw her attention towards the door so if Gilda goes at her
2: she's gonna be otherwise distracted I don't yeah know. you, you can like see Gilda slowly raising her like underneath the bar she's like slipping both of her hands through the bracers of her shield and she is just gonna full-blown Captain America across the bar at this woman <laughs>
4: Oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. Uh
2: all right, you are leaping across the bar. Yep. She is going to uh you know dive across the bar shield first in some combination of shield bash tackle kind of thing. Like I think her first goal is to trip her, but my my thoughts are um leap, shield bash, trip as a full turn
3: okay <laughs> oh boy um
2: because uh, like i you know the the action is to essentially start before combat and catch her off by surprise so the, the right idea, yeah. idea is, is to get the initiative
4: okay so we're gonna what well, we're here's what we're gonna do is because obviously we know the tweet doesn't have um surprise rounds um what I will allow is you can roll athletics as your initiative if you like. And I, I will gonna make that. I will fully allow you to just be on the other side of the bar when combat starts. Okay, that works for me. Instead of spending it on your first turn. So you leap across the bar in a very hostile fashion, which does take Vishari by surprise uh, to a degree, but only to a little bit of a degree, because she's been, she's been on tender hooks a little bit about you. All right, let's get some initiative in this insane scenario. (laughs) 32 for Gilda. You almost got out of when I roped you back in. Uh, 32 for Gilda. Very good. Krukka? 23. All right. Two luck? 11. (laughs) Nice. Brutal. Thank God you guys get some hero points. Rolling initiative for everyone right out of the gate. Lady Gilda.
2: Yeah. Taking that initiative. With,
4: with the surprise. Let's go.
2: First action. Shield up. Second action. Check jab with a 22 to hit. <laughs> 22 is a miss. That third action will be I said trip, but I'm going to go with a grapple. Okay. Uh, so that will be an athletics versus your fortitude DC.
4: Okay. Matt minus whatever.
2: Yeah, that's a 27.
4: Uh, uh, 27 against my fortitude. Fortitude this one. Fortitude you see. Yep. Uh, that is a success. Okay.
2: They are grabbed until the end of my next turn. Uh, cool. Unless I move or they escape.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And next action. That's it. Shield punch grab. Oh, shield up. Shield
4: punch grab. Cool.
2: Oh, yeah. I don't know what any of them
4: Next is the Drider, who irritatedly drops their book onto the floor and turns towards you all and is going to, let's see, is going to launch a magic missile at Lady Gilda, raising one hand and just like boom, 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 three missiles, come flying at you. Three, five, and three. So 11 points of force damage just bam, 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 bump into you. And next up is Krukka.
0: Ooh, boy. And you just hear the drider like, Not again. I will bounce you out of here.
2: still don't speak under. <laughs> but I am getting from the magic missile that you're a, a touch upset.
5: You can probably get it from context clues and he's gonna clamber over the bar uh is that just difficult terrain to get over?
4: Uh you're looking at like uh you gotta you get a leap, so it's part of a move action, so yeah, just toss me a actually no, you should be fine actually. I think you yeah, can't get it. Feet. Yeah, it's fine.
5: Okay. So uh he's gonna get into flanking with Lady Gilda and strike with the axe. Let's see what we're dealing with. 30 to hit. 30 hits. 8 uh, slashing.
4: Wow, that is... The meat. lowest damage you can possibly do, <laughs> literally. <Yeah. laughs> oh, is it? Two, two ones it. on two d twelve, no rage. That, that, that doesn't feel right for. Doesn't yeah, doesn't it feel at like all, the does not. That's it. I was like, what? Oh, jeez,
2: I'm still in
5: singing mode. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh,
4: all right, let's jump over and slash. Anything else?
5: Yeah, I did this in the wrong uh, order because I was thinking <laughs> I would yeah, save you it, <laughs> S- save it for a. Uh, Reaction, But I've got too many reactions that I keep forgetting. I can only use one around. So. Yeah, that's fair. Right. Third action, rage. That's it. Third
4: action, rage. Okay. Uh, you're just reacting to Gilda, basically, at this point. You no, sleep over and swing. You're like, wait yeah. a second. And then, ah, and up, and then he's up. angry at himself <laughs> for not
5: hitting that. You lean
4: down to pump up your, your sneakers. <laughs> like, oh, you could have done better. I'm so stupid.
6: Ah. <laughs>
4: Uh, Okay, next up is um, uh, the door opens next to you, Krukka, and a Morlock is standing there. It's like, what's going on? And he just swings. uh, Actually, he comes at you, and he tries to bite you um, with an 18. Swings a jaws. Uh, It does not hit. That's a miss. Okay. Uh, Next up is a Morlock that was sitting at the bar, who is going to just spring to action and run over to Tulak. Uh, and grabs one of the grabs one of the chairs and just picks it up and just tries to smash it over to Lux's head uh, with a twenty-one to hit. That's a miss. Good old-fashioned bar fight. Smashes the wooden chair off the bar by mistake. Turns and grabs a, a pewter mug from the table and tries to swing that at you. Misses with a twenty-one again. And next up, uh, a Morlock to the south just starts. Running, uh, okay. Let me just double check what his movement speed is here. There we go. Uh, is going to start it up towards you, Toilock, as well. Spends two actions getting there, uh, and is going to do the same and just come at you with a, a uh, with its jaws for a nineteen and misses. Next up is Vishari. Let's see here. is uh, so is gra- <laughs> Vishari is grabbed by Lady Gilda. And just gives this snarled look towards her. It's like, "Ah, what the
0: fuck do you think you're doing?
4: And just, like, just bulks, uh, balls up her fist and just, just, like, tenses it and just gives a big, or a swift, like, short punch to her. Uh, And let's see here. It's going to be... Oh, God. No, it's not good. 25 to hit. Nope. Okay, I might hit uh, two lock, but nobody on this side. Sure would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, misses with that, and then we'll come at you with. Um, oh no, that's not going to work. Let's see here. Just got a gnarly stat block. Um, is going to attempt to escape the grab because uh, it's the next best thing. Uh, let's go with. Uh, it's going to be an unarmed attack to escape. Uh, Matt minus five is a twenty-nine versus your athletic CC.
2: Twenty-nine is a
4: success. Okay, tries to tries to gut punch you, which you could tell was like probably going to be pretty brutal, uh, and uh, and then uses that opening uh, despite his missing to, to like catch you off guard and just like slip free. But that's all she can do right now. Uh, another Morlock in the south is going to. Uh, beeline it up towards Tulok and getting to a swarming stance with with the other warlock, the warlock south, uh, the Morlock south to, south of Tulak words and stuff, um, and is going to uh, attempt its own jaws attack Bring it uh, for a twenty for a twenty two to hit miss. Uh, make it, oh, it's twenty three. No, it still misses. Still um, miss. And it will. I mean, it'll happily try another one. No, it's not going to hit. These these guys are too low. Tulak you're getting surrounded, but you seem to be okay. What are you going to do? So, Tulok is
1: going to hop over the bar to the north into Krukka's Square. Mm-hmm. And then move past
4: the Morlock and tumble through Okay, into the room. Okay, give me your tumble through. See if you can succeed here. That's an acrobatics. 21. Against their uh, reflex DC, that is a him meat to beat. <laughs> <laughs> Just <Woo>! barely. <laughs> I was real worried you were going to end up on top of the
2: barrel. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> okay, you've you've entered the other room, and you can see that there is there are three individuals in that room um, that are basically like tied up to these hooks on the wall. Um, one of them is uh, missing their right hand. It looks really, really, really rough. And it's kind of mumbling to themselves. Look like that. Uh, there is an unconscious, uh, gray, old-looking gnome sort of creature. Uh, that's totally passed out. And there is, uh, a totally, um, like, conscious, uh, drow that's, like, with these eager eyes, like, you gotta get me out of here! You gotta get me out of here! Um... And uh, is saying that in Elven. Ooh,
2: I know that. Yeah. Is that first one? Are they an O red? Like are they are they genie Or or You don't know. Okay,
4: I, mean, I know. So I hopped. <laughs> Valid. <laughs>
1: and you accurate. Have to wait and
4: find out. <laughs>
1: How many actions did I just use to get there? Because was it one to hop over the? Uh, yeah, bar? it's
4: a it's a it's a leap and a tumble through. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I have a little extra movement. So Tulok will move to finish his move to that guy who talked to him. <laughs> and he says We're allies. Will you help us now? I
4: mean, he looks in rough shape. He's okay. like so classic They But he's can't like fight. he's been beat the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. But he's just at least conscious and like ready to kinda ready to go. Um but, yeah, he's the only one of the three. But, like, yeah, right now, you're not so sure they would be much help in the fight.
1: Okay, that's fine. I don't have enough uh, actions left to cast a spell anyway, so he's just going to untie it.
4: Okay. Uh, and you do it to this guy? Oh, whoever spoke with me. Uh, all right, that's you. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, another another warlock to the south uh, is going to... Uh, Always remember, kids, um, if you're
5: getting in a bar fight, poison the drinks first.
4: <laughs> uh, yeah, Morlock to the farthest south this is the last one to join the fray and is going to run up and then use uh, its leap attack to get onto the bar. Oh, shit. And uh, as it does, it just grabs a chair as it's going and tries to swing it down onto onto uh, Lady Gilda's head. And that's a sweet 19 to hit. (laughs) These things are never going to hit you guys. (laughs) That's
2: a critical fail. (laughs) Hey, Gilda, you're up. Uh, First action, shield comes back up. Second action, uh, based on the check jab. Last time, this one will be a solid hook. Not with a 22, it's not. Uh, I'm guessing that misses, so she will going trip this time okay it's a 22 to trip okay, it's my reflex yep. no
4: dice okay. oh wait sorry looking at the wrong step block nope still no dice blank <laughs> still no dice alright uh, someone get
1: some dice <laughs>
4: uh, okay anything else nope that's all three. Oh yeah you attacked cool I don't know why I can't keep track of your turns at all um, going fast going fast, yeah. but... Uh, Alright, so, let me see here. Uh, the drider is now going to uh, cast a spell at Lady Gilda again. This time, I would like a fortitude save, please. As this green ray shoots from her fingers at you. 32. That's a success. You become enfeebled one. As Ray of Enfeeblement hits you. Uh, oh shoot, I actually need to roll attack roll for that. I forgot. Yeah, let me just double check that first. 29 to hit. Nope. Get that the fuck <laughs> out of here. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, and you can see the Dryder's like, just like annoyed. Just, 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 just living the life of annoyance. And uh, like any bouncer
2: would. Uh, and yeah, like it, it hits her like it hits her shield yeah. but uh that's it just it like deflects off into this wall over yeah here. <laughs> so um
4: bar.
3: yeah
2: Time.
4: all right and uh from there the drider is just going to uh it's actually going to start skittering up behind the bar and like getting in next to you uh, so you're now flanked with Vishari and the, the, the drider who's just like legs half on the bar, half on the ground just like, nah, dah, dah, dah. and it just pulls out this big fucking glaive as it does off its back. Um, oh, it doesn't actually get that close. Yeah, there we go. It's got reach. Of course it does. Uh, Krakow, you're up.
5: Ring of the Ram, baby.
3: <laughs> You're gonna punch her into Gilda? Uh, no. A bolt, ten feet? So it's gonna be.
5: Uh, well, no, that yeah, doesn't work like that. It's one one creature that I get to choose. Oh, okay. But the first action is gonna be to take a swing of the axe. At what's her name? Vishtari? Vishari. I like Vishtari better.
4: <laughs>
5: 22 to hit hero points. <laughs> Thirty-three to hit.
4: That's a hit, not a crit though.
5: Yeah.
4: Oh wait, no, it's a crit with flanking. <laughs> hey, <Nice>. hey! <laughs> hell yeah. Well, I already rolled
5: my damage. Should I just double it then?
4: Uh there's a double button for me to use. Yeah, so it's <laughs> fucking sixty-two points of damage. It
5: is sixty-two oh, points shit. of damage. Yep.
4: Oh my god! Massive hit. Just cracking her in the back with that axe, just that like was you did. One version. of reaction. seriously
5: yeah he's gonna his second strike is gonna be no you know what he's gonna do a two action ring of the ram against the uh, spider lady
4: oh okay what's the range on that how does that work
5: one creature within 60 feet I'll put it in check
2: yeah Um, yeah it's fucking bonkers straight up fucking Hal Jordan at this point A glass of
4: force slams to it within six. It's not a. Yeah, it's not a. That's
3: good. That's that's a true deep cut for our our Uncharted North friends.
4: That's good. Uh, Um. uh, (laughs) <laughs> the uh, uh da, 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 da. yeah, there's it's not a cone. It's just you can just point it. And it just fucking hits them.
2: This uh, is uh, this a, this a spectral ram ridiculous. comes zoom. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. He's a fucking. I mean, I guess he's closer oh, to a yeah. than he is to how oh, got. But he's
3: okay. a straight
2: up green <laughs> lantern.
4: A ram shaped blast slams into one foe you can see within sixty feet. A number of actions you use determines the intensity. That's Bar-ram it. Okay. You. Two action against the drider. Baram
5: you. DC 22. Fortitude <laughs> save. Fortitude <laughs> say?
4: Okay. Uh, fucking natural one.
5: <laughs> oh, <laughs> baby. So critical success, or critical fail, target takes t- double damage and is pushed twice the distance. It doesn't have twice the distance to be pushed, but... That's It'll take okay. 16 well, force damage and you get pushed back. 16 force
4: damage, and it's gonna slam into the wall and take another 1d6, which is too too pushing. Might as
1: well take a body break while you're at it.
4: <laughs> oh man! Uh, okay, great great turn, Kraka. Holy shit! Uh, next up is the Morlock next to you, who is going to continue trying to bite you. 25 to hit? Yeah, that awesome. hits. Oh, that does hit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you're going to take a... Oh, wait. Wrong button. You're going to take a sweet seven piercing. Almost got through my temp HP.
2: <laughs> it's not... I, I think they poison you or something. Like, don't they have, a, like, a, like, a bite?
4: No, they don't, actually. No. Oh, not these so. guys. Yeah. Uh, So, uh, yeah, he's going to take another bite uh, and another bite, and those are going to both miss. The
2: in their name is doing a lot of heavy lifting. Yeah.
4: (laughs) The next Morlock is going to do his leap attack up onto the thing and come at you with with a pewter mug in his hand. Uh, That's a uh, uh, 26 to hit. Ooh, More like pew pewter mug. Uh, That hits. (laughs) Oh, sorry. I, I didn't just realize that Peter Muggs are actually a, a thrown weapon. Um, but it actually doesn't matter. It's the same for the Jaws here. So let's say it bites I mean, you at six You could six brain damage. somebody with a cup made of metal. That's true. That's, that's, that's true. That's <laughs> like... we'll, call it, we'll call it six bludgeoning. Six, six bludge. bludgeoning. Okay. Uh, and it'll go for a Jaws attack after that for an 18 to hit and miss. Uh, and next up is another Morlock who is going to... Um, leap attack onto the bar as well and uh regular coyote ugly situation around here definitely (laughs) not in my favor here uh (laughs) Uh, that's gonna be a a miss miss and then it is vishari who is going to attempt uh, probably futilely alright lady yola has a 35 smack ya that'll hit okay uh, you take 17 bludgeoning damage, and I need you to roll me a fortitude save as, another, as one of these really intense blows come at you again. 28. Uh, that is a success. You are stunned one. As this blow just, like, rocks your motor control a little bit.
2: Uh, oh, shit. That is not and, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Uh, and then uh, next up, it's the, uh, let's see here. She's going to uh, bite at you for a 21 and miss. Next up, another Morlock jumps on the bar, gets into a swarming stance. It's going to attempt to draw his attack. Kruka with a 23.
3: Nope.
4: And then a 10. These oh, wait, no, useless. I'm
5: flanked, aren't I? Yeah, oh, you're it, flanked, yeah. It does hit me, yeah.
4: It does hit. Oh, look at that. Uh, okay. You get six piercing. Okay. Enjoy.
5: It would just—it would be better for me if you could just give me one big hit instead of all these little ones. This is way yeah.
4: less <laughs> Hey, you guys started the bar brawl, sort of. Tulak, what do you
1: get? Tulak <laughs> uh, raises his arms after releasing this uh, drow and will summon a skeletal champion to the north of this Morlock. Okay,
4: skeletal champion. What a classic! What a
2: Alakazam!
1: And so he will strike out with flanking, with his long sword. A ugh, fifteen to hit.
4: It hits with flanking. Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) I probably shouldn't have wasted spell on them.
1: Just
5: (laughs) shooting Morlocks in a
1: barrel. Uh, eight points of damage. Okay. And we'll strike out again at the with uh, claw this time. Map minus four. It's eighteen to hit. That hits eight points of damage again. All right, eight eight. Beautiful. Very good. And he looks over his shoulder and he says, "Who are you? What have they done to you?
4: Why are you here?" Uh, oh, oh, you're talking to the, the drow, yeah. That's uh, right. And he's just like uh, he's like.
3: They're planning on eating me. Can you believe it? They're going to eat us
4: all. And that's all he gives you for now. Okay. Lady Gilda, top of the order. Stop looking at cartoons.
2: (laughs) Priorities, man. (laughs) Shield up. Punch, 29. Hits. 13 points bludgeoning, 5 points positive. They're undead. Um,
4: They're not. not. And that's all you get to do because you're stunned. One, you lose an action on yep, your turn.
2: That's right. Uh,
4: Shield up dead. and punch and be like, sure he's take, get a like, ah, he's got to hit it and she's done. kicks away. It does take away. So it's done now. Yeah. And next up is the Drider, who's not impressed and is going to step forward with that glaive in hand and swing at Lady Gilda. Fucking missing so brutally and well, awful. Well, she
2: is flanked.
4: It's a twenty-four. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah, sir. No, it's <laughs> not gonna happen. Um, and but she'll go for a second swing. That's a natural twenty for a thirty-one.
2: Okay. Uh, that is. Yeah, that's a crit. Fuck, that's a crit. Just barely.
4: <laughs> Just barely. <laughs> Uh, amazing. If I if I had crit on a map minus ten, it would not have hit. Um, all right, critical damage incoming uh, with a deadly D8 glaive slashing down on you. Thirty six points of damage. Ooh. Okay, I will block. Can you throw it in the chat? Uh, wait. Uh, wait. And it's Crocus' turn. Yikes. Yikes, indeed.
5: Uh, well, Lady Gilda being in flanking is probably not helping us. So let's. And well, that... So,
2: uh, I I actually have a question about this before we go forward. Mm-hmm. Where does the resistance come into play? Does it come into play before uh, the shield block or after the shield block? Uh, I believe
4: it's always before. Yeah.
2: Uh, that's how it's looking in Foundry, but it's not showing its map.
4: Yeah, if Foundry is auto-calculated in that regard, then yeah, just trust it. There okay. is a, there is a very particular order of operations for exactly that sort of thing. That's um, why I was asking. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. just to make so, sure Foundry, because there there are some quirks here. But. I trust okay, the guys who do the, who do the module for this so to have, have that nailed down. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm gonna go back to. <laughs> <laughs> Looking up cartoons. Uh, Kruka, What's you for you
3: hell. I
2: it. It's
5: a really <laughs> nah, bad cartoon amazing. and we're gonna do right now. The best part is the uh the opening theme song. <laughs> uh Kruka will swing with the axe. Let's kill this thing. Twenty to hit. Uh, what are you attacking? Uh, Vish- Vishari.
4: Vishari? Oh no, that's a miss Hero Point. <laughs> He's gonna blow them away, I love it.
5: To 24.
4: That hits with flanking.
5: Fuck yeah. Nice. 29 damage.
4: Oof. Oh, massive hit. Just another one between the shoulder blades. Stop! Ah, you stupid...
0: Stop! Oh, God. Actually, I'm very smart. Struggling.
5: Map minus 5. <laughs> uh, 16 to hit. Uh... Yeah, that's that's third action... Fuck, he's pretty, uh, boxed in here, huh? Yep. Okay, he's gonna strike at the Morlock to his south with a map minus 10. It'll be a minus 9 with a sweep trade. 19 to hit?
4: Uh, yep, that's gonna hit, but I had to determine which one you're gonna hit because there's two of them there. Okay. Okay. Uh, 19. How
5: much damage do you do? Uh, 19.
4: 19 damage, okay. There you go. Beautiful. That's you. Uh, Morlock to your north is going to attack, attack, attack. Uh, 28 hits you. Yeah, flicking. Six piercing. That's it. Let's move on. Uh, Another one. The one to your south is going to do the same. Miss, miss, miss. Uh, Morlock that is uh, in between the other two on the bar is going to <laughs> let's see here attack you uh, 26 hits you yes yep not flanking not flanking uh, it's another 6 damage yeah. and then it is Vishari's turn who is going to leap over the bar
2: I'll take yep. my AO up yep. give it to me <laughs> <laughs> That's a natural one for 17. So I'm going to oh. throw a zero point on this one. Zero point. That is a 30 to hit. Yeah. Hey. Describe your kill. Ten it's points. impossible. She got three hit points left. <laughs> no kill. No kill. So she goes oh. to jump over the bar, and Gilda yeah. just, like, punches her in the in the ribs as she's going, and she just falls and, and just eats the bar for a hot second. <laughs>
4: Amazing. knocks Uh, her so So she may be
2: dead um, based on her head hitting the bar and then (laughs) that's not good for (laughs) (laughs) you
4: another Morlock to the south of Krukka is gonna come at you flanking Uh, nope miss 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 Tulak
1: Tulak will sustain the spell and then also cast telekinetic projectile on the Morlock to his south okay 30, oh, Natty 20 for a 35 to hit.
4: Oh, yeah. That's a big nice. ball crit.
1: For 32 points of bludgeoning damage as a stone uh, comes yeah. down on its head. Dead. Okay. <laughs> uh The Skeletal Champion moves south and then east to be between Lady Gilda and Kruka and will strike out at the uh, middle Morlock on the bar. Okay.
4: 26 to hit. Yep, that hits.
1: For 10 points of
4: slashing damage. Very good. Very nice. Uh, Alright, and we got one of the Morlocks in the bar that is going to continue trying to attack Lady Gilda. That is going to miss miserably the whole time. Top of the order, Lady Gilda.
2: Alright, Gilda's first action will be to attempt to tumble through this drider. Uh, 5 on 20, which is exactly perfect. That is a 29 versus your reflex DC. Uh, Reflex DC, yes, that'll do. Uh, Second action, shield up. Third action, punch in the thorax. That is another (laughs) natural one for a 17. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Uh, Okay, that's 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 your turn. Just rolling
1: through all those legs.
4: Um... Okay, the drider is going to, uh, let's see here, take a step away from you, turn around yep. with the glaive.
2: I'll throw a uh, puncher away then.
4: That's, no, it's a step. Can't do it. Oh, right step. My bad. And uh, is going to swing that glaive around, hoping to hit, and it's going to be a miss-miss. Oh, this is bad. This is so bad for me. Grekka.
5: Now, when you say bad for you... Oh yeah, no you, you're right. I'm performing poorly. <laughs>
4: yeah.
5: Yeah. Oh and uh, there's no there's no thorax on a spider, that's why that's why you couldn't do it.
3: Yeah. That's fair. Aim that's for a, the wrong spot. It's The abdomen, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
5: They have a fused thorax and head, those spiders, and Kruka's going whoa, whoa, to whoa, whoa. drive whoa. An ex- what
2: was that word you used?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Best going along episode ever. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Yes. Yeah, strike to the thorax, thirty-one
4: to hit. <laughs> uh that'll hit.
5: Thirty-two damage. Eight fire. Damn you hit hard. Holy yeah. shit. Okay. Yep, yeah, cleaning up. Yeah. Uh, Anything else? Yeah, one more strike with a map, minus five. Twenty-six to hit. That hits. Twenty-one damage.
4: Okay. Brutal.
5: That's a turn.
4: Next up, it's going to be a Morlock uh, who is going to just dance along his teammates and get do another swarming stance with a different one and try and hit Krukka. Missing the whole time. Yep.
5: He's nimble like that. Another Morlock. Ducking a
4: Doing the same. I uh, got a 25 in there, not flanking. Yeah, that hits. Eight piercing, please.
5: Hey, I've almost totaled what James got in one hit.
4: <laughs> and Bumorlach's uh, going to run through the room here and uh, no, it's seeing uh, Tulak and try and strike him. Uh, 28 to hit. Uh, yeah, that's a hit. It's like eight piercing from the jaws and another bite misses and it's your turn. Okay, uh, Tulak
1: will retort pulling a uh, stone down upon this creature with another telekinetic projectile 23 to hit uh, that hits 17 points of damage oh nearly killing it sustains the spell yeah. and skeletal champion comes into his aid and will strike out with the longsword. 28 to hit yeah that is that's a that's a crit oh 12 points of damage slash dead
4: yeah. <laughs> Absolutely dead. And that's it for me. <laughs> Just that poor creature didn't see coming at all. Um, fuck around and find all out, right, baby. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, I got two more hits off on you, Kruka. Uh With a 27 and 25, but uh total of 15 more damage.
0: Oh, no. And it's Lady Gilda's
3: turn.
5: That was my sarcastic danger voice, by the way.
2: <laughs> Shield, step, punch, thirty-one to hit. <laughs> that is <hits.
0: laughs>
2: uh, sixteen points bludgeoning, two points positive. Again, the positive only affects undead, right? Yeah. Okay. Sorry,
4: six, sixteen. You said?
2: Yeah, sixteen.
4: Bludgeoning. Okay. The drider's looking rough. Take it into uh, the flank bank. He's going to take a risk, and it's going to start to run.
5: No escape.
4: It's going to leap over that A-O. bar. A-O-O, no escape.
2: 34 to hit with flank. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
4: <laughs> that's a crit. <laughs> oh, that's a crit. Uh, that'll be 30 points of bludgeoning. <laughs> okay, it's... it's it, uh, just as you're about to follow it, Krukka, it just collapses to the ground. <laughs>
5: oh, it looked like it was gonna run, but then it stopped.
4: Uh. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> you just All those legs—you'd right think it, it would be better at running. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Krukka, it's your turn. You just got some more locks left.
5: Yeah, not for long. Uh, directly A to the sweep. S- yep. Directly to the south. Twenty-four damage or uh, twenty-four to hit. Sorry. Yep. Thirty damage.
4: Yep. Still up.
5: Oh wow. Uh, Sadly,
4: <laughs> not not by much though. <laughs> yeah,
5: uh, the second strike will be against the one to the southwest.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah, buddy. Yeah. That's
5: S- Sixteen to hit.
2: Uh, it's a miss. Actually. Yeah. Well. <laughs> is that with the plus one for sweeping? Yeah, it is. Yeah.
5: And fuck it. Map minus ten to the one directly to the south. Fifteen to it doesn't doesn't hit
4: no alright just going to expedite this Krukka you can take 6 more points of damage and then another 7 <laughs> you're just soaking up the damage on these Morlocks Tulak what do you got Tulak <laughs> uh,
1: will move into a position where he can see the Morlocks on the bar uh, I think I felt something just be like, just, and he just turns to him and says, I hope you had a good time at the show, but unfortunately it'll be your last so you die here today. And we'll attempt to intimidate Natural 20. <laughs> um, Thus Morlock, yep. Skeletal, <laughs> Skeletal Champion, comes in and attacks it.
4: Is, I'm gonna be frightened to two hit. for that. Is that yeah. what's happening? <laughs> okay. You'd think it would be pretty
5: frightened to begin with.
4: Oh my god! <laughs> where's my where's the frightened condition? I can't even find it. There we go. <laughs> All right, frightened two, 26 to hit. That's a crit <laughs> with the sixteen frightens.
1: points of damage.
4: Okay, uh, right, brutal <laughs> hit, beautiful. Oh, you get another attack, don't you? No, let's say he moved. Oh, he moved. Okay, cool. Uh, this is a waste of time but we're going by the <laughs> rules miss 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 lady Gilda, what you got
2: <laughs> stride and then she will strike at the one frightened two that's a 19 to hit that's it, it. 13 points bludgeoning uh yep it's out unconscious and then map minus 4 against the next one it's a 27 to hit uh yep that's a crit uh 32 points bludgeoning
4: yeah it's uh it's also unconscious
2: (laughs) so there are two unconscious morlocks an unconscious drider an unconscious flesh fleshwarp kind of thing and gilda just like dusts her hands off you did a lot of
5: work lady gilda you should take a rest in the next room
4: all right, that, the one you just knocked out falls off the barb. There's still one more lock left. Krako, oh, guys? is there one more? Oh, they were They're swarming. Rich. they were in the swarming stance. He'll right. <laughs> <laughs> be <laughs> <laughs> <just> surprised.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh, thought you were dead.
4: <laughs> yeah, one <laughs> like, just falls over. You're like, wait a second, I thought you just got knocked over.
5: <laughs> Thirty-one to hit.
4: Uh, uh, that's a crit. <laughs>
5: uh, Thirty-two damage. That's not very much.
4: That's not a crit though. That's that's your. Is that a crit?
5: I th- yeah, that's oh, the, that's a crit. Oh, that's you rolled minimum
2: damage again. <laughs> minimum damage. Okay, still not dead. <laughs> what? It blows my mind that your minimum damage crit is about as much as I can max on my <laughs> crit. Like, like 30, 36 is my max crit. Yeah.
5: <laughs> yes, but he makes up for it by absolutely shitting the bed when it comes to a <clears throat> normal conversation. <laughs> nice. Uh, so a map minus 5, he had an 18 to hit.
4: Yeah, that hits. Fuck, yes. 26. Describe your kill at the end of this episode. <laughs> he
5: pretty much just <laughs> drops the axe on it at this point. He's so done with it, and it just kind of like goes up in a little puff of smoke.
4: Hmm. <laughs> and just as you manage to slaughter the last Morlock here, and you have several unconscious bodies, that's when you all notice... That On the stage is all four ba- uh, members of Shadow Malice, and they all just slow clap. Stemming the Tide is an actual play podcast of the Adventure Path Abomination Vaults, and is produced by the Uncharted North Network. Stemming the Tide uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Stemming the Tide is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Music is composed by Will Savino and artwork by Greyhood. Stemming the Tide is recorded remotely using Foundry Virtual Tabletop. If you wish to connect with us or support this project and projects to come, we can be found at unchartednorth.ca, patreon.com unchartednorth, and on all major social media platforms. Links to all credits can be found in the episode description and our website. Thanks for tuning in.